It's your favorite podcasters back again. You know we got another one for you. It's your girl, Berg, and I'm here with my co-host. Kia007, Michael Missy's, you already know. Sit back and stay tuned. It's your girl, Berg, and we back for another bold and beautiful episode. We got the September rundown. The downfall of Quinn, the return of Zendaya. Hold on, guys. Don't give them too much. Let them sit back and stay tuned. Yeah, guys, it's another episode of the Bone and Beautiful, and we're going to jump right into it. Let's start off with the top of September, and it opens up with Bill and Brooke, with Bill begging. Yes, he's still begging Brooke to be with him. He going to tell her, you need to get up on your stallion and ride home. Bill, Bill, you think that's a little bit too thirsty? I don't know, but it seems a little bit thirsty to me. Okay, then we got Shana and Rich. They talking about um their relationship. She trying to get him to be her real husband, saying everything she got to say. She working him. That's all I got to say. She's not the person that you think she is, Rich. And you might want to slow down before you just let these two dingbats manipulate you. Um, We got... Quinn showing up while Brooke is talking to Bill. Of course she shows up. Of course Bill runs into the house. Of course Quinn comes over and sees Bill. I mean, it just can't get no worse for Brooke. Every time she turns around, Bill seems to be right there. It's crazy, and it's just too much. Um, Quinn, she just... We all know why she came over. She's over there berating Brooke. She's over there telling her, Ah, ha, ha, Shawna got your husband. He's trying a husband now. You ain't nothing. All this, But the, my whole thing is like, you know in the back of your mind that you had scammed this guy in the marriage. He was completely drunk. He shouldn't have been up there. The only reason why y'all got married is because Shauna's friend was the, was the pastor. That was it. He's the one that married you guys. If it would have been anybody else that didn't know Shauna, it was not going down like that. That should be ashamed of themselves. And she over here berating this lady. Come on. I can't wait till this all come out. I just can't wait till it all come out, guys. Um, But back at Eric's, of course, Shauna wears Rich down. They go for a swim. They start talking about skinny dipping. They're living the best life. I mean, like I said, I don't hate Shauna, but I don't like her either. That episode was actually kind of bland. But it was the start of September, and we're going to keep it going, guys. Access granted. Look out! Uh, the next episode opens with Hope and Liam at the cabin discussing Brooke. They're talking about everything that's in, that's been going on with Brooke, Ridge, and Shauna. Like them, we all are in shock that Ridge is so dumb, but it is going. Um, Hope, she's talking about Kelly like she wants to steal her. Yes, we know she's in the baby stealing business, and she got her eyes set on Kelly. Once again, she overstepped her boundaries with Kelly. Um, tells Steffi that Kelly wants to spend the night. Steffi started going crazy. She started mixing pills with alcohol, and this is a downward spiral for our girl Steffi. Guys, nobody, nobody should be mixing pills and alcohol together. And to see Steffi like this is just really, really sad. Thank God her brother Thomas came over because at least she was trying to fake it a little bit when he came over. And guys, he's still rocking the full beard. We give you a thumbs up for still having a beard. It looks good on Thomas, so keep it going. Um, But because he's a brother, he noticed that something is up. Thomas looks down, and he noticed that Steffi pill bottle is extremely low. Of course, being a big brother, now that he's finally trying to be a big brother, he asks her, what's going on? Why are you down to one pill? And she gives them all the looks and the sad faces. Uh, but we all know what's going on. She addicted to them pills already. Um, Steffi admits to Thomas that she's in a lot of pain. And like I said, he actually have been... Therefore, he's been coming over since the accident. 
he's been bringing stuff over there. He's actually the one person that I've seen coming over there the whole time. I feel like Thomas has been a better man. He has definitely been a better man. And he had, he hasn't been a better father because he still got <laughs> hope raising this kid like it's his own. And he's like the, I don't want to say he's like the step parent, but he's coming over visiting this cat on weekends and stuff. I don't know who signed up for this, but. At least Thompson's coming around for his kid. I mean, yeah, I guess I can see at least he's coming around because Liam just started coming around when Steffi had this motorcycle accident. The next episode opens at the office with Bill, Wyatt, and Justin. Liam's supposed to be there, but of course he's super late after Bill gives him a call. Hope's standing there and she suggests that she will drop off Kelly because of it. She comes over to she comes over to Steffi's house without Kelly. Like, I'm just gonna come over for some breakfast. Don't worry about your daughter. Uh Steffi looking at her like, Chick, you're crazy. She first of all, she had just woken up from her drunken night. I told her she had mixed some pills and alcohol together. And then when she woke up, crazy Thomas comes over, but he's only over there for a couple of seconds before Hope comes running in. When Hope comes running in without Kelly, acting like she's doing this lady a favor. Guys, that's what we doing. WTF. Now, this next episode opens at the office with Bill, Wyatt, Justin, and Liam this time. They discuss in business, but Liam is distracted. Everybody notices it, so he tells them about his personal troubles because we know that Liam always talking. Yes. That's what he do. Bill started making a lot of sense about Kelly, Steffi, and Hope. He just basically told him what any person with common sense would tell him, why would you let Hope take Kelly over to Steffi's after everything that just happened with you guys? Ding, 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 ding. Uh, now, while that's going on, Hope's still telling Steffi what's best for Kelly. She's over there, and she's going on and on and on, but she's just having such a good time. They're doing an art project. Her sister, Bess. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and thank God Finn walked in when he did, um, because Steffi and Hope's conversation was getting very heated. Of course, Hope started overstepping her, her boundaries with Steffi's doctor. First Kelly, now the doctor Finn, asking them all these questions. Um... She finally get up out of there, and Steffi start asking her doctor for another prescription. Because like we said, she's mixing pills and alcohol. <gasps> now this episode opens at the office with Bill and Liam. Um, Liam is still talking with Bill about Hope and Steffi. Just then, Hope walks into the office, and she tells Liam Steffi doesn't have Kelly. <clears throat> she tells them how she changed the plans. She tells them that Steffi's doctor showed up because she couldn't wait to do that. And then it was Bill who had to enlighten them on why the doctor was there. First off, I got to say that Liam was very, very upset that Hope didn't take um, Kelly over to Steffi's like she said she was going to. And Bill enlightened them to why the doctor was over there at the same time. He said, she's beautiful, she's young, she's talented. Why you think he over there? And they're just looking at Bill like... Whatever. But he right. We all know it. Our next episode opens at the office with Bill and Justin. They're just in there talking and then walks in Ridge. Um, Bill calls out Ridge for Mary and Shauna because he walked in there with his chest all puffed out. But we all know that Bill done knocked him out more times than we can count. That's how Ridge was laying on the floor. It seemed like it was at a party. Um, this episode seemed like it really wasn't that long. And just to be honest, it wasn't that interesting. It just had Steffi begging for pills still. It had Ridge looking stupid at Bill's office. Brooke being annoying going to visit Hope just to get the juicy gossip because we know that's all she all about. And Steffi, uh, while she begging for pills, 
still talking about her history um to to Finn, giving them the rundown on her family and everything. So this episode Yeah. Okay. This next episode opens with Brooke and Eric at Eric's house. Um Brooke's talking to Eric about Ridge and Shauna and everything that's been going on. Um Eric has to run out for a second. Just then Ridge comes in and runs into Brooke standing right there. She begs and begs Ridge to move on and reaches her hand out to him like, come on, man, forget all this. Let's just be Ridge and Brooke. Don't worry about Shauna. We ain't gonna worry about Bill. And of course, Quinn is standing over top of them, looking down, hurry up, calling Shauna like, you need to get up to the house because she can't mind her own business. No. This next episode opens at Eric's with Ridge and Brooke giving each other googly eyes and Quinn lurking in the background. Um, Quinn just can't take it no more because Brooke and Ridge looking at each other. Ridge want to walk over there. He's about over there. He just haven't moved his feet yet, but his mind is over there. She runs down. She runs down the stairs and starts getting at Brooke. She's saying all type of stuff, and Ridge is standing there with his bobblehead moving side to side, ain't saying nothing to her. Just then, Bill walks in. And Quinn is laying it on really, really, really thick on Brooke. And Bill asks if Brooke is all right. That was the nail in the coffin. Ridge runs out like the punk that he is. And Quinn secretly had called Bill the whole time um, and told him that Brooke was in trouble. Man, that chick is a scumbag. She just wouldn't stop. Once they did the whole Vegas scam, I said, okay, I mean, Riz might have a little bit of feelings for her. He might want to see where it goes. I mean, it was wrong, but I might have would have gave it a chance. But Quinn done went on her way to do way too much, and I just ain't feeling that. She need to be worried about her own marriage instead of worried about these cats, man. It's ridiculous. Um, While that's going off, her husband's at the office with Katie, Katie actually surprised Eric with the support that she had for Brooker Ridge. She tell him, I know that she messed up, but their destiny, I actually believe in them. If they can't make it, nobody else can make it. Um, while that's going on, Shauna comes over to the office. She wanted to bring a gift for Wyatt um, and tell him about how happy she is that him and Flo is together. And while she's over there sucking butt, he makes a smart little comment about her and her mom being scheming and conniving. And she kind of took a little bit of offense to that. Um, Quinn was blowing her up. So she finally made it back to the house and Quinn told her everything that was going on. And that's when she started to hatch a new plan. This next episode opens at the office with Ridge talking to Eric. Of course, he ran into the office like a little baby, and he's pouting like a little baby. Talking about Bill walked in, and he just, that crunch just makes me so mad. WTF! Grow up, Ridge. you just scared of him. That's the truth. Um, And while you talking about him, he builds at his own office, unleashing his anger towards Quinn at Wyatt. Uh, Wyatt looks at him like, why you mad at me for And he just let him know, I'm tired of your mom. Your mom pulled me into one of her schemes, and next time she do it, I'm destroying her. I don't care if that's your mom or not. Um, Brooke and Donna at the office, and Brooke tells her what just happened, how she almost had risk, how Quinn came down, how Bill came over, and both of them together just destroyed everything in that moment. Um, and by the way, guys, I have to say that Donna looked it absolutely fabulous in that yellow dress she had on. So go Donna. Look out! Maybe once Eric finally get rid of Quinn, Donna be waiting in the background for her honey bear. Do it. But Donna isn't the only one that looks nice. Shauna actually looks nice too with the updo she had. It was nice seeing her hair up like that. Um, she's sitting over there talking to Quinn. Of course, Quinn only talking about Brooke and how they have to destroy her. She tells Shauna, you know what? My new plan is to have a wedding. Yeah, the first one was the sham, and he can't remember anything, but you know what? I think we should have another one in front of all the family and friends. 
And and we'll work it from there. Quinn, stop it. How many times do we got to say, just stop it? Come on. Access granted. Now, this episode opens with Quinn trying to convince Riz to remarry Shauna. Even Riz have questions about um, Quinn's motives. I don't like how Quinn coming up with another plan. She already did something dirty, so don't just put dirt on top of dirt. Man, that's a good that's that's good right there. But she can't help herself. This is what Quinn does. She played I guess she called herself playing nice for too long. And as soon as Shauna came into town, she just started just slowly but surely turning back into her old self. Yes. And that's crazy, Quinn, because I liked it the calm cool-headed queen not this crazy lady who's willing to do whatever it takes to get what she wants now dumb ridge sitting over here talking about he about to think about remarrying shauna you know you don't love her you know you don't want her but you tell about you're gonna remarry her right now ridge runs out of there on his way to the office and runs in the brook um, she's sitting up here begging him again and again to be with him. And he looking at her with the dumb face that he's been walking around since he came back from Vegas. Talking about he's going to remarry Shauna again. Come on. You know you don't love Shauna. You love Brooke. Right. So why are you trying to go out there and remarry her? Just to prove her point? Or is you that dumb that you letting these two old ass ladies manipulate you? I don't know. But that's what he's saying. While Ridge at his office, Bill's over there at his talking with Wyatt and Justin, telling them that he realized he don't want to lose Kitty. Come on, dude. <laughs> Come on. It's like a joke that you're saying that. You know what, Bill? You're crazy. You more than crazy. Somebody locked this dude up because he's playing with people's hearts. He's just really, really doing too much. Uh, and then he have the nerve at the end of the episode to find Katie at the office and start pleading this case to her. Talking about he's willing to wait. Talking about that. he Even though I just told your sister I loved her three days ago. I made a mistake. And I can't lose you with my son. That's all, she, that's all he heard out of Katie's mouth. Because she ain't buying it. And neither is us. This one opens at Steffi's. She's staring at an empty pill bottle, wishing she had some alcohol, calling Finn, talking about she wants some meds. Girl, please stop calling this dude for medicine. Why did y'all turn her into this character? I don't know. They they really turned her into like a, a pill fiend. And now they're trying to add alcohol into the mix, and that's not what it is. Thank God Thomas knocked on the door when he did. Um, He knocked on the door... Just to bring her over a little gift from Vinny, it was a teddy bear. But we all seen that inside of the teddy bear, uh, Vinny had a pill bottle. Come on. Vinny. You know, I mean, he don't know that she's starting to um, develop a taste for the pills. <laughs> he just like, I know you're having trouble when getting some. I know you just got hit by a car. You probably need a little something to take the edge off. I'm not saying it's wrong, but I'm also not saying it's right. So, uh, while that's going on, Liam is at the hospital visiting Finn. Look out! Trying to get as much information as he possibly can. He over there asking him if he's interested in Steffi. Why do you need to know that? You know what? I don't know. Because he's jealous and he just don't want to say that he's jealous. I think Liam still likes Steffi. Man, we all know this is what Liam does. He goes back and forth. One minute, he's devoted to Hope. Then he's devoted to Steffi. Then he's devoted to Hope. Then he's back to Steffi. And now that he had a kid with both of them, he made sure that he was in both of their life. This cat done trapped these cats. He trapped them with a kid. (laughs) It's the opposite. He trapped these cats with a kid. Your boy Carter runs into Zoe at the office. She's looking for Steffi. She got some designs that um she needed to look at. And he using some 1970 pickup lines. Carter. Carter. You you come on, man. You a good guy. You can't think of nothing else to say. I mean, he trying. At least his feelings is genuine for unlike Thomas's. 
But them lines, you couldn't even pick up a sandwich off the floor with them goddamn lines, Carter. Come on. All of Two is a podcast maker app on the web. It automates the production and publishing and podcasting and offers a tool to make editing quicker and easier. All right, check this out. Podcasters record their shows as normal. Yes. Then upload their recordings to Alitude. Yes. Alitude then converts your files, cleans up the volume, background noise, and all the hissing sound. That was easy. Then Alitude pieces the clips together, adds your theme music automatically. Yes. And publish your episode direct to your podcast host. If you need to edit out any mistakes, yes, then just use Alitude, custom podcast editing tool, to do just that before creating your finished episode. On top of that, you can get free music, yes, library polished up and show. Plus, coming next month, call recording, yes, record your show right onto Alitude, whether it's a solo show, yes, or with a co-host, yes, and an interview with the guests. That was easy. The idea behind Allitude is to make podcasting quick and simple, removing a bunch of the tech barriers and to let you concentrate on the bit you do best, talking about something you love. Try it out for free for a whole week over at Allitude.com. That's A-L-I-T-U.com to get your one-week free trial. And if you're just thinking about starting a show and want a full guide on how to start a podcast from start to finish, pop over to thepodcasthost.com. Start to get everything you need. This next one opens at Steffi. She's still holding that peel butter in her hand, trying to decide if she's going to take them pills or not. So she instead decides to text Vinny about the whole situation, talking about, uh, I shouldn't take these pills. He's like, come on, man, this is a gift. She's like, they're illegal. Like, come on, Steffi, you know you're going to take them pills. I don't know why you over here texting this dude, but she is. Just, just as that happened, Finn walks in. Why is he always walking into her house? I don't know. Doesn't even seem like he's knocking on the door. He probably got a key. Um... Finn tells Steffi she can no longer be his patient because he had developed feelings for her. I like Finnick and Steffi together. Yeah, people calling them sin, which I, I can mess with sin. You know what I'm saying? Steffi and Finn, nice hot power couple. We tired of Liam. We tired of Hope. So, yeah, put somebody else on there for a change. Speaking of Liam... He, of course, he runs into Thomas at the office. Thomas says, you look stressed. What's up? And, of course, he act like he don't want to talk to Thomas. Then he go close the door and start doing what Liam does. Talk, whine, and complain. <laughs> the most important question to me, though, is, do you like Liam's beard better than you like Thomas' beard? It's a real question. Ladies, do we like Thomas Baird or do we like Liam's Baird? I like Thomas's better. Okay. I also like Thomas's better. Yeah, Liam, I'm sorry, but you you ain't pulling the beard off, man. You two seconds away from looking like Will Ferrell, so it it is cool. Just just drop the beard, drop the beard. But we still love you. We still love you. Now, while he complaining, one of his complaints is about Steffi's doctor. He's over there telling Thomas that he don't think the doctor should be treating Steffi because he, he interested in her. And Thomas just listening to him blab, and he just stopped him like, dude, you're jealous. you going to let Steffi live her life. Why is he worried about if her doctor like her or not? And we all have the same question. Why, dude? Why? Um, Somehow they managed to throw Carter and Zoe into this episode. And like I've been saying this whole time, Carter's, Super, 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 super thirsty. No. Super, 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 super thirsty. No. For your girl Zoe. Uh, with his 1970 pickup lines. But this is why this episode is so important, guys. Because at the end of the episode, Finn admits his feelings to Steffi. She realizes it. And she walks over, almost runs over, and gives Finn a kiss. 
I love how the episode ended. It was amazing. One of the best episodes they had. Just because of the kids. This episode right here opens up at Forrester with Thomas and Liam still discussing Finn and Steffi. As they're going back and forth, Ridge walks in on the conversation. Um, I ain't gonna lie, Thomas puts Liam in his place. He lets him know, look, this is this ain't none of your concern. Yeah, be concerned about your daughter. Help out if that's what you're gonna do. But don't be trying to tell Steffi what she's gonna do, how she's gonna do it, and who she's gonna do it with. And once again, you got Ridge standing in the background. Like a bobblehead. Come on, Red. Get your shit together and say something to this guy. Liam don't need to be worried about what's going on with Stephanie. He's not concerned. He's jealous. And this showing exactly like Thomas said. Go, Thomas. Be a good big brother. But let's get into the real topic of how this episode was really all about Finn and Stephanie. Do it. Um, Finn and Steffi, they still standing there in the room kissing. Steffi tells him that that kiss was her way of telling him how she really feel. Cause for some reason, it's like he can't take a clue. He keep on saying, you know, if you want me to be your doctor, well, I don't know if he really enjoys that kiss. And she looking at him like, dude, I just kissed you. What you think? He's like, are you sure? I mean, he might say, are you sure about 2000 times? But I think he finally get that Steffi feeling him the same exact way. Finally, Steffi got a new man. Somebody. Somebody. Finally, she got a new man. I'm with you on that one. Um, Steffi says she's cool with him being her doctor. She ain't got no problems. And this episode ended in another kiss, guys. Another kiss. This episode right here opens up with Liam and Wyatt. They're at the office. Liam's telling him about his concerns about the doctor. Wyatt kind of giving him a sour look on his face like, I don't know if this got anything to do with you. And then Wyatt calls the doctor something that I will now be calling him from now on. He says, Dr. McHandsome. (laughs) Yeah, he called him Dr. McHandsome. And so now we're going to call Finn... Dr. Mick Handsome, that's the new name for him. Um, but while they in there talking, Steffi and Dr. Mick Handsome is still staring into each other's eyes. They've been staring for like 10 minutes out of this episode. You know what? I hope they end up together. Yeah, I, I'm rooting for them. Hey, end up together, get married, start a life together. Get Let's start giving back to Taylor kids and stop giving everything to Brooke kids. Awkward. <laughs> um, just as they gaze into each other's eyes, Hope walks in on Finn and Steffi, completely unannounced, of course, because that's what she do. But why is Hope super cheesy? She's looking at them. She's looking at Steffi. She's looking at Finn, back and forth. And she just grinning from ear to ear like she's the Joker. Dude. Maybe she just want to know what's going on. Or maybe she's just happy that's finally another guy so, Steffi and Liam can't be focused on each other, and Steffi can be focused on somebody else. Do it. Maybe. Uh, but she ended up, I mean, she ended up leaving because Steffi finally just tell her, come on, man, go ahead, me and the doctor right here. You know, she like creeping out, like, I want to give you some alone time. Um, Thomas walks in as soon as this chick walks out, and he's looking at them too, like, hey, what's up with you two? But, you know, just giving each other the googly eyes, not really saying too much. Um, I like it, though. I like it. I like to see the energy. She seems happy. She don't seem like she peeled out. So, hey, if Dr. Big Handsome is doing it for you, then let him do it for you. It's a lie. <laughs> All right. Um, Hope, once she leave there, she goes to the office to visit Liam. And she just can't wait to tell Liam and Wyatt about Steffi new man. She can't wait to walk in there and tell them how she came and seen Dr. McHandsome standing in the room giving googly eyes to Steffi. Liam then shows his jealousy to Hope. She see his face turn, his words almost at a slur. He can't believe it. He started making accusations against the doctor. Why in front of the wife? Exactly. Because he, like we said, he's a waffler. 
When he has one, he wants the other. When he has the other, he wants the other one. He can't help it. Um, So he rushes out of the office because he just has to go talk to Steffi about Dr. McDreamy. And then Steffi is unconscious, guys. Yes, unfortunately, he went over there and your girl, she done finally popped a pill and she is unconscious. Damn, Steffi. Access denied. Now, this episode opens at Steffi's with her unconscious. Now, when Leah went into this house, I myself was actually scared for Steffi. She was laid out on the couch, and he just couldn't wake her up. She looked like she was kind of dead to me. Um, She finally opens up her eyes and awakes from a drug haze, wobbly as hell. She then took some pills. She then took some alcohol, and she was messed up. Um, of course, Liam voices concerns about Finn. She can't even open her eyes before he trying to bring up Dr. McHandsome. And um, she started exploding on him. She like, and it was so funny because she kind of used the Leah voice. You know, she like, I, I, I can't do it. I want to do it, but I can't do it. But she just basically tell this dude, like, dude, um, you the one that left. You left me here. I've been raising Kelly this whole time. I'm trying to live my life, and now you're going to come over trying to tell me who I can see and who I can't see and what I can do and what I can't do. She's like, get up out of here, man. I ain't mess with you no more. I don't need you no more. Bye. And, of course, Liam's so used to Steffi sucking his butt cheeks and just being the strong, independent woman they want to say, they're just actually using that for her sucking his butt cheeks, that he started looking for pills. He like... Nah, Steffi, don't talk to me like that. What's going on? You look strange. You acting slurry. And he just started going crazy. Because she got a voice now and can't speak up for herself. They got your boy Thomas creeping around hopes too much. He over there visiting Douglas at the cabin. This might be the first time that i actually seen him visit Douglas since they've been back in production. Um, Hope tells Thomas... That Liam is off rescuing Steffi. You know, she knows how to say things to where it don't make it seem like she sound nothing too bad, but she really insinuating something else. That's manipulative hope. Um, hope and Thomas, they discussing Liam, Steffi, and Finn. He's telling her how Leah came, Liam had came by the office, telling him how he don't like the doctor. Um, and then she telling Thomas how she went over there and seen Steffi looking happy with the doctor. And they both agreed that, hey, if she want to be with Finn, then she can be with Finn. Liam ain't got nothing to do with it. And he need to stay out of it. Um, Thomas is actually spitting real knowledge at Hope. He's telling her, he's telling her a new man is here. He's telling her that Steffi about to get her come up. And they ain't worried about Liam. This next one opens at Steffi's with Liam barking at Steffi. Um, Steffi admits to taking the pills because Liam just going on and on and on about these pills. He actually kind of got to admit it because he did find the pills stashed inside of the couch. But I'm going to throw this out there, guys. Man, it was like five pills in that pill bottle that Vinny sent to her. They making it seem like she had all these pills. It's like five pills in that bottle. And it only seemed like one of them missing. I'm not going to say they're exaggerating a little bit. But it seems like only one of them pills is missing. And I ain't going to say too much because, you know, I would like to keep our sponsors. She tells Liam, so what if I take a pill now and then? She says she's there alone. She's in pain. And he's over there with Hope and their perfect little family. Um, Liam tells Steffi. That she has his daughter with him, and she need to be conscious of what he's doing. And she's just looking at him like, Liam, get out of my business. Why is you all up in my stuff? He's over there getting on her nerves while his wife is spilling her guts to Thomas. And they have been spending a lot of time together. I mean, they just, they over there discussing Steffi and Liam. Um, Thomas starting to get his old feelings back for hope. You can see it in his eyes. It's starting to feel glazy. His palms are sweaty. His mouth watering. He's like, he got rabies. I hope they don't make him into a bad guy again. Please keep him as a good guy. We like this Thomas that's kind of level-headed. Don't nobody want to see him 
doing all these maneuvers just to get hope. Eventually, she'll fall to you anyway, because this is the stories and this is what they do. But please don't go back to your old ways. Now, Steffi and Liam is still arguing. Um, Liam's over there trying to take Kelly, telling about she can't take care of my daughter because she took a pill. <laughs> in a way, I feel them, and in a way, I don't. In a way, I feel her because Steffi, you can't be over there super high trying to watch a little kid. And then on the other hand, I'm like, Liam, you just jealous. You you just trying to insert yourself into this lady's life. Just move on. So I'm kind of split in between the two. Um, Liam, of course, waits until Steffi turns her back, grabs Kelly, puts her in a car, starts coming back in the house arguing with um Steffi, and then runs over to Brooks. Talking stuff about Steffi, talking about how she a bad mom, how she she a pillhead, how she just doing the most. And we all know he was gonna do this because this way he do. He's a gossip girl. He's like the <laughs> gossip. He's supposed to be helping, but instead he's over there gossiping to his two best friends, Brooke and Hope. Now Steffi over there going crazy. She's looking for her keys. She wants to go get Kelly. Um, just as she's about to leave, Thomas walks in. He's trying to calm her down. He's like, what's going on? Um, she's like, they kidnapped my baby. He's looking like, well, what you talking about? They kidnapped my baby. And she just like clearly nerd herself. Obviously, they are trying to give us the impression that she's a pill addict now. She's a drug addict. And this whole everything was a little bit rushed and I get to that at the end. But it's just a little bit rushing. They got her acting like kind of crazy. They got her acting really crazy. Damn. Um, but like I said, Thomas is trying to calm her down. And she just runs out of the house. She finally makes it over to Brooks. And she tells them, like, you kidnapped my baby. Where's my baby? Um, they trying to act like they get her acting like a maniac, but the stuff that she's saying is absolutely right. Y'all came over here, y'all talking smack about me. Nobody's trying to help, and they just all standing there, and they just standing there like they so much better than Steffi. It's unbelievable, but all of them has had some type of addiction. All the two is a podcast maker app on the web. It automates the production and publishing and podcasting and offers a tool to make editing quicker and easier. All right, check this out. Podcasters record their shows as normal. Yes. Then upload their recordings to Alitude. Yes. Alitude then converts your files, cleans up the volume, background noise, and all the hissing sound. That was easy. Then all the two pieces the clips together, add your theme music automatically, yes, and publish your episode direct to your podcast host. If you need to edit out any mistakes, yes, then just use all the two custom podcast editing tool to do just that before creating your finished episode. On top of that, you can get free music. Yes. Library polished up and show. Plus, coming next month, call recording. Yes. Record your show right onto Alitude, whether it's a solo show. Yes. Or with a co-host. Yes. And an interview with the guests. That was easy. The idea behind Alitude is to make podcasting quick and simple, removing a bunch of the tech barriers and to let you concentrate on the bit you do best talking about something you love. Try it out for free for a whole week over at Alitude.com. That's A-L-I-T-U.com to get your one-week free trial. And if you're just thinking about starting a show and want a full guide on how to start a podcast from start to finish, pop over to thepodcasthost.com. Start to get everything you need. Viewer discretion is advised. Now, you know we got to support each other in this podcast in life. Do you hear me loud and clear? Yes, sir, I do. I can hear Riverdale. I can hear High. I can hear AV. I can hear Club. Check out the Riverdale High AV Club podcast. 
This episode is brought to you by my guys over there at Riverdale AV Club Podcast. O-M-G. Isra and his sister Megan, super funny group, super dope podcast, and I'm glad to have you guys supporting the show. And guys, this isn't a podcast just about Riverdale or Sabrina the Teenage Witch. This is about everything comics. If you love Archie, this is the podcast for you. Riverdale High AV Club is what it is. Savage. So they can basically get you caught up on anything on the CW. Get with my guys at the Riverdale High AV Club podcast. And don't feel left out. Oh, poor baby. Liam, where is she? Where is she? Where is my daughter? Did you drive here? Where is my You're daughter? On the where is what are you she? Dri- okay. Did you hide her up there? Did you hide her up there? Did he tell you he took my daughter? Okay, you got it. First, calm down. No, where is she? I didn't take your daughter. I'm going to watch her while you get the help that you need. Check yourself into a program, a program? or something. A program? Yeah. I don't need a program. I don't need anything from any of you. I just need my daughter. She is the only thing that matters to me. I will not let you keep her away from me after everything you've done. All of you. Every single one of you. I won't let you take the one thing that is still mine. Give her her daughter. And she ain't gonna say no more. Now, if she gotta come over there and fight y'all, then that's what she gotta do. But you can't just take this lady's daughter up out of the house and say, you know what? You a drug addict, so I'm just going to get... Me and Hope, we're going to raise this baby until you get better. What kind of mess is that? I definitely agree with you. Yeah. She comes over there, and she tells her, she tells them, I need my daughter back. Um, They looking at her like she's crazy. So, Steffi starts saying to Hope, um, you got a hobby of taking other people's children, right? Which we all know is absolutely facts. It's scary realizing that you have a problem. Oh, please. Just because you can't control yourself around alcohol, don't go inventing addictions for everybody else. Facts. This isn't about me, Steph. You got that right, so stay out of it. Whether you want to admit it or not, you have developed a serious issue. How would you know? You don't even be around this girl. You're the ones lying, pretending that you're not taking Kelly from me. About taking the pills, Steffi, you're lying. Which has to tell you something, right? That there's something wrong? Can't you at least admit that? Steffi, do you know how freaked out I was when I showed up at your place and I couldn't wake you up? What if what if I didn't show up? What then? How long would you Somebody have else would have showed up and woke her up. Have had to cry or maybe she would have just woke up, Liam. You're not Captain Save em. You need help, Steffi. No, you need you help, Brooke. Realize. No, you know what I realized? I realized... Some things are never going to change. Mm-hmm. Logan's are always going to take from foresters. You mm-hmm. created that in your mind, Steffi. I mean, what, what, what She didn't create that in her mind. You, Hope. Y'all standing in Taylor's you old house alone. right now. Y'all but take. I any consideration of my feelings. You stormed in my home and you took Phoebe away from me. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. You didn't even give me a minute to process it. That's no, the shit she's talking about right there. Goodbye. You mean you death. Just, you just took her. Shut up, Liam. Shut up. Then there's Douglas. My nephew's been living with you. His mother died, but that didn't stop you from manipulating him into forgetting all about her. Didn't stop her one second. How soon until you push Thomas out of his life altogether? Because I know that's what you're doing. It took about four days. Just like you're planning on doing with Kelly. No. Mm -hmm. Are you ever going to be satisfied? No. Are you ever going to be satisfied? You have Liam. You tore my family apart. Just like your mom did with mine. I mean, why are you acting surprised? Enough is enough. You got Liam. You got two beautiful kids. God, I wish my mom was here witnessing this. This is insane. We all wish your mom was there because where's Taylor at, guys? Somebody please go find Taylor and bring her in because Stephanie definitely needs a backup. On this episode, y'all can hear um, the pain in Stephanie's heart. She's clearly there by herself. She got the Hogan's. Fucking, um, they they ganging up on her. Uh, Ridge is nowhere to be found. He's actually over at her house right now because Thomas, like I said, he's trying to be a good big brother. Called him over there, kind of told him the gist of what's going on. Um, and he's actually on his way to Brooks right now to see what's up. But yeah, that's how that episode right there ended. And it's actually a very powerful episode. 
I hear at the end of that episode that cry scene that Liam had actually wasn't even a part of the script. He was so emotional after the scene ended that he just busted out into tears. Now, I don't want to call <laughs> Liam a, um, you know what? <laughs> I'm not going to say nothing bad about him having an emotional reaction, but Liam. <laughs> or should I call him Scott? Because that's his real name. Guy. Hey, Guy. Get your shit together. Now, this episode opens with Steffi helping Liam and Brooke. They just standing there bashing Steffi, making it seem like she just need all this hope, like she been up in their house stealing stuff, selling at the pawn shop for drugs, which is overboard. Um, hope telling Steffi, Kelly staying with them until she get the help she needs. She actually don't care what they're saying. She's staying with them. Um, just as that's going on, Bridge barges into the intervention intervention and i have quotation marks on intervention and wants to know what's up he want to know what's going on why y'all standing here bashing steffi liam couldn't wait to tell rich about the pills how he found them how um steffi was unconscious unfortunately steffi breaks down and she pulls out a knife yes steffi pulls out a knife and I guess she planned on slicing somebody open, <laughs> but she was so high as a guy that she probably, it seemed like she even though she really had a knife. I don't know, but it was super creepy. Damn. Girl, they got you looking fiend out. They got you with a knife out, and they got you just looking all bad. Poor girl. Um, Meanwhile, at the office, because Thomas was supposed to be waiting at the house for Steffi to come. But for some reason on this episode, the very next one, he's at the office and he runs into Zoe. Now, this is the first time they are seeing each other since the whole fake wedding. I really don't want to. I really want hope debacle. And I'm glad it wasn't like a big argument. He takes time out to apologize. She tells him that he doesn't need to, but he does it anyway. Um, he tells her about Steffi, about everything that's going on. And of course, he gives her two cents. Why? I don't know. Since uh, her dad was the one who gave her the fake baby, you don't need to be worried about what's going on with Steffi. You just happy that you still got your job. Yes. Um, and that's really how this episode ended. It was a good episode. And like I said, it was a whole breakdown of Steffi's character, the way they manipulated this drug situation to make the Logans seemed like they were better than the Taylor Ridge kids. It's ridiculous. And writers, y'all need to step y'all game up because we tired of seeing these guys fall victim to the Hogans. Yes, I call it up the Hogans on purpose. WTF. Now, Steffi finally, when I said she broke down, she did tell Ridge that she took the pills, how she was in pain and everything. And the next day, they have Ridge at her house. He spent the night. He's concerned about his daughter. He wanted to know what's going on. He wanted to help. He tries to sit down and talk with her. He should be concerned about his daughter. Yeah, he really should be. And he sat down, and he talked. he's trying to talk with her. And she's just really giving him the cold shoulder. Like, I really ain't messing with you, Dad. That's messed up. Yeah, that's messed up, but what can I say? Eh? <laughs> eh? She told you she wasn't messing with you because you betrayed her, came in over there picking Brooke's side instead of her side, so he know what it is. Um, Liam and Hope, they at the cabin. They still think what they did is right. They think that them taking the baby was the best thing to do. Not putting Steffi or Taylor's or Thomas or Ridge's feelings in consideration. They just gonna do what they wanna do and what they doing is right because they said so. Um Liam goes out of his way to invite Steffi Doctor over to tell him all about Steffi. He couldn't wait to rub it in Finn's face that Steffi was having the meltdown and he was running that mouth. 
He didn't have to do her like that. He didn't, but that's what he do. I told you he a gossip girl. And he have <laughs> gossiped to everybody in the family. And now he's going to people's doctors. Uh, Finn and Liam, after he gave him his version of events, Finn and Liam agreed to go over Steffi as a united front. They want her they want her to see that it is okay and that she is not alone. Um they make it over to Steffi's place and we have Ridge, we have Liam, we have Steffi, and we have Finn. And they're standing there, they're pleading with her, they're telling her, like, you may not think you have a problem, but you need to get better for Kelly. I mean, they're just going over the pros and cons of of everything. And um, they, like I said, they're begging her to stop taking the pills. She start laughing at them. Um, she did like a whole fake thing, like a whole fake cry thing, and then start laughing like, "Oh, you guys think that I was serious?" And then she started actually looking for pills in front of them. And this is the moment. This is the episode that we all waited for. This is the episode where Steffi finally admits to have a problem. She's just talking, and then as she's talking, she realizes her actions have been the actions of a drug addict. And so she breaks completely down, and um, she decides that she wants to go to rehab. <gasps> and we all are happy for her. Go to rehab, get the help you need. I can't believe they did this to her. Yeah, it's really sad what they did to her. But hopefully when she comes back, her and her new man, Dr. Handsome, can get together and and have a good life, a good storyline. And, you know. All of Two is a podcast maker app on the web. It automates the production and publishing and podcasting and offers a tool to make editing quicker and easier. All right, check this out. Podcasters record their shows as normal. Yes. Then upload their recordings to Alitude. Yes. Alitude then converts your files, cleans up the volume, background noise, and all the hissing sound. That was easy. Then Alitude pieces the clips together, adds your theme music automatically. Yes. And publish your episode. Direct to your podcast host. If you need to edit out any mistakes, yes, then just use Alitude, custom podcast editing tool, to do just that before creating your finished episode. On top of that, you can get free music, yes, library polished up and show. Plus, coming next month, call recording, yes, record your show right onto Alitude, whether it's a solo show, yes, or with a co-host, yes, and an interview with the guest. The idea behind Allitude is to make podcasting quick and simple, removing a bunch of the tech barriers and to let you concentrate on the bit you do best, talking about something you love. Try it out for free for a whole week over at Allitude.com. That's A-L-I-T-U.com to get your one-week free trial. And if you're just thinking about starting a show and want a full guide on how to start a podcast from start to finish, pop over to thepodcasthost.com. Start to get everything you need. To get help. What do you see? There's no help. There's no help. I need them. I need my pills. That is so sad, guys. That's really so sad. This episode opens at Eric's with Ridge and Quinn. They're talking about Steffi being in rehab. Yes, guys, Steffi's already in rehab. And the way they're talking, they making it seem like she's been in rehab for like 30 days or for or six months or something. They really need to put like two months later, three months later, three weeks later on episodes so people can know how far along they go. Because before the break, we talked about this before the break, Kelly was a baby. 
after the break, Kelly was four years old. They need to say four years later or something. Give us a clue on what's going on, guys. Damn. Um, Quinn is over there pushing Shauna on Ridge, pushing him to get this whole marriage thing. She FaceTime um Quinn. She FaceTime Shauna in front of Ridge so they can talk about this wedding. For some reason, to me, she acts like she's remarrying Ridge. She act like this is her wedding because she had, is way too invested in this for me. Um, they got your girl Zoe. She's in the office um, talking about Steffi with Donna and Brooke. Why is they discussing Steffi and why is they discussing their personal stuff with Zoe? I don't know. It seems kind of awkward and kind of out of place but it's the stories that's what they do they just talk talk and talk they don't care who they talking to as long as they can get it out brook and reds are in the office arguing about this remarried thing um while they're arguing zoe somehow they still manage to find lines in places for zoe so i'm happy about that Keep our African-American actors and actresses employed. Um, She's talking with Carter about Brooke, about what Brooke was just telling her about everything. Because like I said, they was running down their personal business in front of her. They shouldn't have, but they did. And now she's gossiping about it to Carter. Um... Quinn is talking to Shauna. They consistently talking about what they did. They just been begging somebody to find out because every time you look up, they on the phone talking about it. They at the house talking about it. They FaceTiming about it. I mean, they might just have a banner going across the going across the yard and say, hey, we scammed you in Vegas. You're really still married. I mean, come on. Yes. The only good thing that actually happened in this episode was that Carter was finally promoted to COO. He had been working with this company so long and being a part of them and being a good friend. I was very, very, very excited to see that he got a promotion. Finally. About time somebody get a promotion in here besides Brooke or Rich. So, guys, we are finally making it down to our last episode. And I'm going to just basically give you a rundown on how we ended this whole September rundown. A little bit of October, but the September rundown. Uh, we all been talking about this wedding. We all know that Quinn has been pushing and pushing for Shauna and Rich to be together. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm in disagreement with that too. Nobody wants that. And um it's all about this remarrying. She done finally talked this dude Ridge into remarrying Shauna. It's finally the wedding day. What could possibly go wrong? Um now like I said, Quinn and Shauna have been talking about what they did. So much has been ridiculous. So they're talking about the wedding. Shauna's at a friend's house and she's getting wedding. And she's just telling Quinn that she can't do it. She feels so guilty on how they destroyed Brooke and Ridge's relationship. And they're going back and forth over the details. You can see in the corner that somebody has crept into the house. Somebody's listening to the whole conversation. <laughs> Finally, they are going to be busted. This is what we all been waiting for. We look up and it's your girl, Katie. Yes. And she has a question to decide. Is she's going to be loyal to Brooke like she always is? Or is she going to give Brooke a little bit of her own medicine and not tell her what's going on? She knows she's going to stay loyal to her sister because she likes to tell the truth. Yeah, she do. I give Katie that. She's always been an honest person on here. So she runs to Ridge first, and she tells Ridge everything. She says, man, they scammed you in Vegas. They sent the text to Carter. It was never you. You wasn't even coherent when you was up there at the wedding. They've been planning this. They've been doing that. She just jibber-jabbers and tells everything. 
He's looking at her like, you just saying this because I'm not messing with your sister no more. And actually, he's really surprised. He's like, me and you was the ones that got hurt. Bill was your was your guy. Brooke was my girl. And we the ones that hurt. I can't believe that you still lobbying for her. And she just straight out looked at her like, you know what? This That's Brooke. <laughs> my sister's a hoe. That's what she do. <laughs> but in her heart, she only love you. I mean, she basically just spoke for Brooke, through Brooke, to Brooke, for Ridge. It was ridiculous. But, hey, if that's what she wanted to do, who am I to tell her that she can't support her sister, even though her sister keep kissing and messing with her dude? Um, She finally convinced Ridge that that's what happened. And as she's leaving, Shana calls him. He's like, you know what? And he didn't even hesitate. I know what you did. <laughs> that's the first words he said I know what you did trying to start confessing everything and he like man look even before I knew this was you had did all this I wasn't going to marry you anyway because my heart belonged to Brooke and guys I'm not going to lie I had a little bit of teardrop in my eyes so I was so excited I liked them together I don't believe he said that Um, he was not going to marry Shana yeah, and he actually did tell Shauna on the phone, like, I, I wasn't going to marry you anyway, but this new bit of information made sure I wasn't going to marry you. Um, And I just got to throw out there that Zoe had on this short set outfit. It was like a one piece that she was wearing to the wedding, which I thought was highly awkward, but it actually was a nice little get up. Awkward. Yeah, it was a nice little get up, so... I'll go ahead. Go ahead and do your thing. Do your thing. Brooke runs over there to stop the wedding, of course. She can't even walk in the door without Quinn blocking everything off. Like, what did you do in here? And then she started being sarcastic. Like, oh, you came to support Sean and Ridge. You know, with her little fake attitude. And she's like, I'm not going to stop it. They kind of go back and forth. And you know what happens. She goes running out the house. Hope is at their house. She came over. Um, Donna's still there. Hope comes over because they're concerned about her. She didn't know that Brooke was going to run out to the house like that. So she came to console her. Then when Donna told her, she's like, man, I, I just feel bad for her. You know, then she comes back. She said, I love you guys, but I really don't want to talk. She goes up to her room. She's up there crying and reminiscing about Ridge. Ridge has somehow snuck over there. He got rose petals going from the bed all the way down the stairs, all the way down to the living room. He's standing there with a rose. Now, if you watch Bone and Beautiful like I watch Bone and Beautiful, you know this is their thing. And I'm going to have to play their theme song. Y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> y'all know what that sound is if y'all watch the Bone and Beautiful. That's like they song or something. Every time they play that, they getting back together. I'm really excited, guys. I'm excited that you guys is back together. I'm excited that Quinn got busted. I'm even more excited that Eric found Quinn talking to Shauna, and she was laying all out everything they did. Like I said... I'm not surprised she haven't got busted by the whole family. They just been talking about it nonstop. You would think if you committed a crime that you would keep it a secret. That you wouldn't just walk around saying it every five seconds. But that's what they managed to do. And so I leave you with Quinn in shambles. Eric walking out on her. And the most importantly, let's throw this in there. Zende is back. Yes, I said Zende. But the problem with Zende is that guy is British. I don't care what you say. He looks like a British guy. Why can't we get an American guy over here to play Zende? But, hey, he's back, so I'm not mad at him. I like the old Zende better. Yeah, we liked it the old Zende, but we're going to see what this new Zende bring we do know that zoe is thirsty i ain't never seen it this thirsty somebody <laughs> get her a glass of water because she couldn't wait to talk to zenday alone 
She done went and started looking at his Instagram. She done closed the door. She done tried on the dress. Jeez, all you need is Forrester for these ladies. Your last name, Forrester. You in like Flynn. Or should I say you in like Zenday? Awkward. And that's pretty much everything. Guys, we done went through the whole September rundown. We done brought you from then till now. So make sure you stay with the Black Ohioans. We coming to you with a new episode every week. Um, Google, Anchor, Spotify, anywhere that you can listen to a podcast, you can find Black Ohioans last break. You can even say it in your Alexa. Before I get out of here, I want to leave you guys with some of our fan comments. Hello, Black Ohio, and it's uh, it's me, Casper, from Boston. Um, the fast food episode is really, really interesting. Um, raising canes while I'm in Boston. And, of course, checkers with a strawberry um, milkshake. No, it's like a strawberry cheesecake milkshake. I don't know if it was a temporary thing while I was there. But, yeah, those and their french fries along with the spicy chicken sandwiches from checkers (laughs) last time my friend was like okay you can't have no more checkers because that was pretty much all i was door dashing and uber eating but yeah those are the two favorite spots as of now yo what's up black ohio man (laughs) i'm your neighbor from the north michigan flint michigan to be exact I am, well, my um, name is Kearney D. Palmer from Podcast by Kearney D. Palmer, and I really enjoyed your show. I listened to the one on the NFL is back, and I just started listening to the one on coronavirus. You are hilarious. I like that, man. We're going to have to do something, though. We're going to have to do like an Ohio-Michigan thing when that comes up. If you game, man, just just let me know. But, man, love your podcast. Love the energy. Y'all are just hilarious. Y'all doing y'all thing. All right. We'll see you later. Okay. I just finished listening to the Black Ohioans Last Break broadcast where they discuss a lot about current events, things that's going on in the daily news. It's a pretty great show. I recommend for you to tune in the Black Ohioans Last Break podcast. Thank you very much, Guy. And we are really pleased and uh, proud that you follow us from America. and uh, we we will follow you and uh, compliments for your podcast thank you very much